You're listening to the Create What You Speak podcast. My intention is to change the lives of one million women, one podcast at a time. Now let's get started. Thunder, feel the thunder. My name is Sloan Fremont, and today I'm going to talk to you about intuitive eating. No one can say he's lived until he's loved. Or go out and love someone. If I do, her. Have you told her? No, you know me. I'm, I'm too shy. If I could cable her. Mm, why not semaphore? Arthur, you've got to declare yourself openly. Otherwise, you'll stay right where you are. All right, welcome to another week of the show. I'm going to start out. I got to tell you guys a story about my dance practice. We've this is the first week of that. I told you last week on the show that I entered a six week dance competition where every week we have a different um, style of dance. So cha cha salsa. This week is Latin hip hop, and we learn a one minute routine, and then we perform in front of judges. And so each week our partners rotate and. It, it, this, so I got into this, like I really wanted to do this and I was excited about it, but I was also nervous because I'm, you know, getting graded, you know, like as an adult on dance. Right. And so I got into this more for like, I was, you know, initially I was thinking, I just want to do it because it would be fun. But as I'm getting into this more, I'm finding that, I mean, this is so much more than just, you know, getting out there and, and, doing something that I want to do, even though, you know, I'm scared. It's like, there's so much more to it. Like the, just the people I'm meeting, like the, um, what I'm learning about myself, like our instructor last night was talking about like, you know, when we get paired up with a partner, like you may not want to be with that person, but like the universe is bringing you that person for a reason and you should, you know, pay attention to that. And, you know, it's just been, I am just, I'm really glad I did it. Like I am excited about it. It's fun. It's, um, it's way more than I thought it was going to be. I'm getting way more out of it. So, um, more to come on that. I'll try to put some videos. I know we're going to be practicing some a little more and we're, our first competition is next week. So I'll try to post some videos, um, on Instagram for you to see of that. So, all right. Um, so let's get on to this week's show. So a couple of weeks ago, I was looking through Pinterest and I came across this article about intuitive eating and, I feel like I don't find a lot of new content on Pinterest because I look at one thing and then it curates like every single thing about that. And I'm like, well, I've already looked at that thing. Like I don't need to see 800 of the same like recipe or whatever. Right. And so this, this article on intuitive eating popped up, which is new in my Pinterest feed. And so I, and it was called how to follow the three psycho spiritual eating guidelines to reach your natural weight by someone called Carrie Dahlgren. And I'll link to the article in the show notes, but I'm not really sure what psycho-spiritual means, and I didn't really look into that or get into that. But what attracted me to this article when I was skimming through it was the simplicity of it and what she was talking about as it relates to eating. And um, I, I, I liked her, it, not only the simplicity of it, but it's like it rang a bell for me, right? Like, in, okay, so let me get into this and tell you what I mean. So... So let's first talk about intuition because the the whole point of this article is intuitive eating. And so her definition in the article is intuition is a thing that one knows or considers likely from an instinctive feeling rather than conscious reasoning, right? So in other words, we know what intuition is, like we can feel it, but sometimes it's hard to put into words, but it's really that 
that feeling we get in our body, right? Like, it, like we intuitively know when someone is lying to us or we intuitively know when something is right for us, just as we know when something is wrong for us because we can feel it. It generates something in our body, like in our, in our gut or in our, by a tensing up or by like, you know, the hairs raising on the back of your neck or on your arm or whatever. Um, we can feel that and our body's telling us something there. And so intuition is that, um, it's that it's, it's, it's more to me, it's more of a feeling than, you know, an analysis or a, maybe a, maybe <laughs> it's like, even though it doesn't, you can't see it on the surface, like you intuitively know it. Right. And so I think as humans, like we've made something as simple as eating so fucking complicated, right? Like every time you turn around, Something that was once good for you is now supposedly bad for you or something that was once bad for you is now supposedly good for you. Like right now, you're supposed to be on this keto diet, right? Like everybody should be eating keto. And by the way, you shouldn't eat gluten even if you don't know anything about what gluten is or have you know never been tested for uh, celiac disease. You definitely shouldn't eat gluten because they, quote, they are telling you not to. And I don't know about you, but I, I am like sick to death of that topic. Like, I think we've talked about that, that on here before, but it, it, I guess what I'm like, what sets me like just completely turns me away from that or makes me like so disinterested is like everything is portrayed as this is the one thing that's going to fix all your troubles. And if you only stick to like this rigid or this uh, fucked up in some way, you know, terrible, unsatisfying dietary routine, you will force and cajole and get your body to lose the weight so you have the perfect body, right? That's how you have to do it. And so I know I've bought into this over the years, and I'm sure you have too. And and I've talked about that on here before. But, you know, for me, at least my view of this is the problem with all those only one-way methods or even the fact that there's so many and so different is most of us aren't bought into it. We We... We want to, but the things that they're saying that they, quotes, are saying that we need to do in order to get that result are things we do not want to do. And we spend a lot of time hating the process. We spend a lot of time making ourselves suffer and just generally being miserable to try to fix and contort our body into something that in some cases isn't what it's meant to be and it will never be. But I think also, like... Like we treat our body as a machine, like it's an if this, then that, right? Like some computer program that if you only do this, then you will get that. And we know, we know that is not true. And I've, I've used this example before, like, you know, if chocolate cake made made you fat, if you have that belief, then that, then that would mean that everybody who ate chocolate cake is fat. And I'm sure you know people who eat chocolate cake who are not fat. <laughs> so that, that's what I'm saying about like this one, it's kind of this one hit wonder of this only one way to do things. And, um, and I guess the, I don't know, that's where I get frustrated and I get like, just like I said, turned off. Like I'm like, that can't be the only way. And so in, in within these, you know, these, these one way type beliefs, we hate it <laughs> and we hate, and then we're doing something we hate. And when we're doing something like eating, especially it's just not sustainable to hate what you eat long term. It's just not. And you know that you've probably tried it. I've tried it. It just simply doesn't work. You break and you're like, fuck it. I'm going to eat everything that I want because I'm sick of this shit. And so as I was reading this article, 
what I loved about this today is it brings a totally new perspective to this. And it is so simple. I, I, this is for anybody who's struggled with this and wants a new perspective really is what this is for today. So I, that's why I wanted to talk about this. So, okay. So here's what she, the article, and this person is a dietitian who wrote this article and I'll link to it. Like I said, in the show notes, so you can read it for yourself, but here's what she gives the eating guidelines as to eat intuitively. And they're so simple. And once you, I tell you these, you're going to be like, well, no shit. But how many of these do you do? <laughs> Cause I can tell you that, um, I probably did none of these before reading this article. Okay. So eating guidelines to eat intuitively. Number one, eat exactly what appeals to you when you're hungry. This includes both, and I'm putting this in quotes, healthy and unhealthy food, because I don't personally think we should label anything as anything, and I'll get into that in just a minute. But so number one, eat exactly what appeals to you when you're hungry. Number two, stop when you're full, and this might include wasting food. And then number three, feel what you're feeling when you're not hungry. And she goes, she says, this definitely requires some discomfort. So eat exactly what appeals to you when you're hungry. Stop when you're full. And feel what you're feeling when you're not hungry. So again, so simple, right? So, so simple. But if you truly look at your own life and your relationship with food, are you doing these things? And I can tell you I was not. <laughs> and so let's break these down and get into this a little bit more and uh, see what you think about as this comes along or, you know, as we're talking about this and see what comes up for you. Um, because for me, this was like a, like a breakthrough, like a, like I said, it rang a bell. It was like the aha moment, like, oh yeah, that's it. That's all I have to do, right? So, all right, so number one, eat exactly what appeals to you when you're hungry. And it doesn't matter what. So I'm sure some of you are gonna, you know, this is instinctively gonna cause you to be like, I could never do that. No way, that will not work for me. I'll gain a million pounds. But I'm here to tell you that it, that really can be done. And I used to do this when I really didn't know that I was doing this. Like, this is how I ate most of my life. Like, I don't know, at least into my mid thirties, probably before the whole CrossFit thing. Like I've talked about that. I'm not going to get into that today, but this is pretty much what I done. I, I've done was eat what appealed to me when I was hungry. And I think a lot of us feel that if we let ourselves have anything we want, we're going to run wild and like eat everything in the house. And that just simply isn't true. I mean, the only time I think that something like that, like eating, like everything in sight feels appealing is like I said, when we've been restricting food and holding back, that of course just makes us want, want it more, right? So doing this, eating what appeals to you when you're hungry, it gives you permission. And when you allow to eat yourself what sounds good to you and you follow the next guideline, which is stop when you're full, you're going to come to find balance for yourself that allows you not to feel so controlled by food and in the what and how of what you eat, right? And so as I mentioned about this with eat exactly what appeals to you when you're hungry. And, and this includes quote, healthy and unhealthy food. I personally think we need to get away from labeling it as anything as healthy or unhealthy because food is food. And if you're following these guidelines and you consume whatever you want and stop when you're full, it, it doesn't matter. No, none of that matters. There's no good or bad. It's all neutral. And so the next one, stop when you're full. I mean, I, I personally, again, these are all my opinions, right? So take that for what it's, what it's worth. And, and what I'm offering you today, again, is it's just another, another viewpoint into eating. Another for if you are sick to death of the same rigid, 
suggestions of how to eat. What I'm offering today is just another perspective. And so this stopping when you're full, like this, this right here to me, if you did nothing else, is the single best guideline anyone could follow as it relates to eating or diet or whatever you want to call it. Because stopping when you're full, I mean, how often do we see or how often do we practice? Like when we go out to eat or something and there's these big portions and we feel like we need to eat it all because it's so good, right? Like, or we should eat it all because we don't want to waste it or, or even we want to, right? We want to, we just simply want to do it. And it's really easy to do. And if, especially if you do this all the time, this is just your normal practice, but it doesn't have to be the way eating goes for you, right? I mean, you can simply eat until you're full and then take the rest home. Right. And just put the leftovers away and have it later when you're hungry. Or, you know, if you made whatever it is that you're eating at home, you can do the same. Put the leftovers away and have it again when you're hungry. I mean, that, that right there, stopping when you're full, it, to me, it was so simple yet so powerful. And then the last one is it's feel what you're feeling when you're not hungry. Like actually feel the feels instead of stuffing them away with food. Another one that, I don't know if most of us notice that a lot of time, myself included in this, that we eat when we're, we eat our feelings, right? Like I noticed for myself that this, it really, it really hit home and I was immediately able to notice that I had been in the habit of stress eating. Like when I'm stressed out, I want to eat. Like I instantly want to go get fast food or I want to get like sometimes ice cream, you know, whatever it is, it doesn't matter, but after reading this article and then I started paying attention to those, you know, to the cues my body was giving me, I really started to ask myself, am I really hungry? Like, am I hungry? And a lot of times the answer was no, I'm not. I'm just stressed out. And I think eating in this moment will make me feel better, but actually it doesn't. And maybe you can relate to that, right? Maybe that's something you do. And the the other thing I noticed is I eat when I'm bored. And because I work at home and I'm home all day, it's just really easy for me to wander downstairs to the kitchen and, and grab something when I have some downtime or, you know, just any time really at the end of the day when, you know, I have more time and I'm done with my day. And so I started to pay attention to that. And I realized, again, I wasn't even hungry, but I was bored. And so maybe that's something you can relate to also, right? Like, and I know when I used to go into the office, I used to eat because I just wanted to get up from my desk, right? I just, I didn't, I wasn't hungry, but I wanted something to do. And that gave me a purpose to like get up and move around, you know, from my desk. So I think those three guidelines are worth, again, paying attention to and see what comes up for you as you think about these in your own life and in your habits and what you're doing. And she goes on in the article to talk about releasing the fear of gaining weight. And, And she said again, something so simple, So simple, but it really stuck out to me. So she says, if your body wants something like a strawberry milkshake or whatever, ice cream, whatever, then go ahead and have have it, right? Like it won't make you fat unless you eat past fullness. It won't make you fat unless you eat past fullness. I mean, how simple, right? Like stop eating past fullness, don't get fat, right? Like, again, so simple. And so the article goes on to talk about, like, as you continue to eat intuitively, your body will gravitate towards, um, you know, healthier food because it's going to start to make you feel better. But, you know, there's also parts of that where you start to just, you're, you're in sync with your body, you're in tune, you're listening to what your body's telling you. And you're not doing these other things, right? Like stuffing your feelings down or eating because you're stressed or bored or whatever. You're actually paying attention to your body. And, and again, instead of forcing it into some contorted, you know, box or trying to program it like it's a computer system, right? Which it isn't. So again, I think for a lot of you, 
this is probably going to be a big no. You're going to be like, there's no way in hell I'm going to do that. And you're not going to believe you can do this. And so to you, I would say, do not do it. I would never want some, someone to do something they don't believe in. But for those of you who are sick of the diet, of the, you know, the deprivation of, of trying every fad that comes around, this episode's really for you. It's to give you a new perspective on eating in a kinder and gentler approach to getting to know your body and listening to what it needs instead of the other way around. Instead of forcing it and cramming it and pushing it into something you may, may or may not even believe in or may or may not even be good for you, right? May or may, or may not even fit you, you personally as a person. And I think by doing this, it's a great exercise in trusting your body to do what it knows to do, right? To regulate, to give you the cues that you, that it needs, that it's trying to tell you and for you to be able to listen to that and take take the advice that your body is trying to give you. And so to wrap up my, my comments on this article, there was a comment at the bottom of this post that kind of made me so sad and it made me like, for all of us listening and everybody, really, anybody, not to be at this point. So the, the comments of this, after battling myself and my weight since the age of four, and I'm now 73, I think it's time to be friends with me. Thank you for what you're offering. At this moment, it's like a surprise gift for me. And I was like, man, like, oh my God, like comments like this are just heartbreaking to me because this, I don't know this woman, obviously, but she spent her whole life battling herself and her weight. And, and I don't know about you, but God, I am sick to death of that, right? I don't want to be 73 still having these conversations. And I doubt you do either. So that's why I want to talk to you about this this week to give you a different perspective, give you a different something, something, give you something different to, um, show you that other possibilities do exist. So as you move forward this week, can you give intuitive eating a try? Can you listen to your body? And can you listen to those signals that it's giving to you, right? I mean, this is going to look different for each of us, and that's okay, right? You may take different elements of things you've done in the past or things people have said or things that you like and put together something for your own self that's customized, and, and that's perfectly fine. That is that is exactly what I would want anyone to do. Right. And, and, and yes, it's probably going to take some getting used to, and it's probably going to be uncomfortable as you start to do it a little differently, but the end result of making peace with food and especially with your own body, I think is worth it. Like it is for me at least. So I hope it is for you too. All right. I'll do a quick recap and close out today's show with the songs I picked. All right, so the show today, again, it was about intuitive eating. And the three guidelines, notice I say guidelines, right? Not rules, not strict, rigid, you must follow this, right? It's, it's guidelines. These are guidelines for yourself. So guidelines means, you know, they can be loose. If it doesn't work for you, if you take what works and leave what doesn't, right? But so here they were. Eat exactly what appeals to you when you're hungry. And this includes, I'm just going to say this includes all food. I'm not going to put labels on it. <laughs> the next one, stop when you're full. This might include wasting some food or even, you know, packaging food up, taking it for leftovers, you know, whatever. And the last one is feel what you're feeling when you're not hungry, right? Feel what your feelings instead of eating them. So I encourage you to give this a try this week and, and see if it takes some pressure off yourself, your body, and, and food in general. Just give it a chance and see what happens for you. All right, that's it. I'll talk to you about the song. So really this week I chose one song and I've not done this before, but this, this song, I, I just keep replaying it. I just love it. It's called Go Out and Love Someone by Pogo. And so it's really the, like the story of a man working up the courage to confront the love of his life. 
And so go out and love someone, right? And so there's this, it's like this dialogue overlaid over music, which I, I really, really like. And so there's this part that says, no one can say he's lived till he's loved. It's, and this isn't a conversation between the two, right? So no one can say he's lived till he's loved. Then go out and love someone. I do. Her. Have you told her? No. You know me. I'm too shy. And then it says, here I could cable her. Well, on second thought, you've got to declare yourself openly. Otherwise, you'll stay right where you are. I love that. You've got to declare yourself openly. Otherwise, you'll stay right where you are. So this week, go out and love someone. All right. And that that someone might be yourself, right? Go out and love someone. And it could be anyone. But most importantly, I think you should love yourself. All right, so that's it for this week on our topic of intuitive eating. I would so love your comments, your thoughts, your feedback on this. And if you have questions, let me know. I'd love to hear from you. Email me, sloanfremont at gmail.com. My website is sloanfremont.com. Instagram, sloanfremont. And if you like the podcast, tell the world. I would love to have more listeners. Abracadabra, now go forth and create what you speak. Happy, happy, happy.